Hello and welcome back to Queers in the Club. I'm George and this is your new music for February part one of two. Very excited to speak to you today. We've got new albums from Shamir, Kim Petrus and Yule, as well as looking at some tracks by Brittany Howard and the gay icon herself, Madonna. Well, hello there. It's me. I'm back once again. And yes, you did hear that right in the intro. This is part one of the February roundup. We basically, well, I say we, I keep saying we, it's just me. I'm basically splitting the month into two. So I'm first looking at some new releases that come from the first half of February. And then in two weeks time, I'll be taking a look at those from the second half. So really excited actually to speak to you today. Um, February, as I kind of said last time, it's just rolled around way too quick. But we're going to look at some new music, which is very exciting. Um, again, we've got a few different things to look forward to. So why don't we just get started? Also, thank you to anyone who has listened to this so far. Um, I've had a few people that I'd like to just give some thanks to while we're here. Obviously, thanks to Gareth, who helped me out uh, with the Aurora discussion last time. Uh, other than that, I want to give a shout out to a couple people. First of all, Sophia, Sophia Darby, who was very nice enough to tell me that she listened to my podcast um, while she did the food shop the other day, uh, which is very, very kind. Thank you. Um, also to Joe, who apparently listened in. Um, and a couple of other people that were very nice enough to tell me that they had listened. So thank you. If you haven't already done so, you can follow the Instagram at Quiz in the Club and also subscribe to the podcast, either on Apple Music or Spotify, whichever you prefer. Um, I believe it's also on Google Podcasts. So you've got a whole multitude of things to, to be looking at. Anyhow, let's move on then to our first new track of the week. Best new track one. So, first up, we have a track by Lucy Dacus. This is Kissing Lessons. Um, it was an unreleased song from Dacus's album from last year. You may remember on my top 20 singles of 2021, I included um, the song Thumbs from that said album. Uh, this song, though, as I said, was kind of part of that process, but I didn't end up making the album, so she's released it as a standalone song. The song itself, um, along with the accompanying music video, um, are both very sweet, and they describe the true story of how Dacus and her friend Rachel used to have kissing lessons with each other in preparations for their first true first kiss with a boy. Um, and Dacus has described how since that time she's realized that the kissing lessons were a formative queer experience for her um obviously at the time she didn't know about gay people it's an early age um and so since she's kind of described how actually that was a kind of formative experience to her queer identity it's very short and sweet it's a just a piece of indie rock that kind of shows off her storytelling and the lyrics really do sell the song For our first album of the month, we are looking at Shamir with Heterosexuality. On the album cover of Shamir Bailey's new record, Heterosexuality, we see 
said Shamir, sat with antlers spouting from his head and hooves peeking out from behind a pink skirt. It's kind of a mythological being undefined by gender. Um, so safe to say this album is queer. Like if you couldn't tell from such song titles as Gay Agenda, Cisgender and Abomination, the album Heterosexuality is ironically very queer. Um, and Shamir doesn't just play around with this ironic humour, but he also dabbles in rage too. The album is a kind of heavy rejection of, of a queerness that is deemed acceptable to the mainstream, which often results in politically charged, uh, industrial-backed songs, as well as some catchier, poppier tracks. To me, like, Shamir's approach to genre seems to be the same as their approach to gender. There's a kind of transcendence above them all with an ability to pick and choose whatever aspects suit them then and there. What unifies the tracks, though, is Shamir's incredible voice and their lyrics that reflect the difficulties of being a black, non-binary person in today's society. If I'm being honest, it took me a while to get into this record, but I found the payoff really, really rewarding. Um, and there's a kind of balance that you have to play when listening to it. But definitely give it a shot. It might not be your thing at first, but again, you might find the payoff rewarding. The two tracks that I've chosen to play kind of reflect that pop slash industrial duality that exists in the album. The first, Caught Up, uh, definitely plays into the former with a simple upbeat pop sensibility, pop rock vibes that feels joyous um, and then is completely undercut by some quite violent lyrics about uh, Shamir's past trauma. Um, I guess this is kind of the sad episode, I'm afraid. Um, we'll see that later with you. But anyway, it makes for good listening. And I'm someone who loves contrast. I think that lyrics like, I couldn't wait till I'd be killed in a pop song, makes it all the more intriguing and listening to with that pop sound. Sonically, it also breaks up the kind of heavier cuts of the album. So again, it balances it out. Um, so Shamir is free to, as I said, move freely across genres without concern. It's, it's really great to see. Cisgender opens, however, with heavy droning and pounding drums, providing a sharp contrast to Shamir's sweet vocals and the pop tracks that surround it. Shamir described this album as a recognition of his past trauma, and this song evidences it, with its chorus that demands of the listener, I'm not cisgender, I'm not binary trans, I don't want to be a girl, I don't want to be a man. For those who don't know, cisgender refers to someone whose gender identity is the same as their sex assigned at birth, transgender kind of being the opposite, therefore. Here, though, Shamir rejects all labels, boy, girl, whatever, for all intents and purposes, he is non-binary, but, um, you know, just for reference, he's very comfortable with masculine pronouns, hence why I've been referring to Shamir as he. They kind of go by that those pronouns as well. The song, though, demonstrates that he doesn't really give a fuck about being accepted um, either, stating, I don't know what I can do to make you comfortable with what you see before you, before blasting the final chorus in a high falsetto that really captivates me and releases the trauma, that trauma he spoke of. Again, it's unapologetic and doesn't kind of fit into any kind of particular genre or category, which is why it makes for such good listening. Best new track two. Flume has a new album coming, guys. 
May 20th is the day and Say Nothing is the lead single. Uh, If you don't know, Flume is a Grammy award-winning DJ, a musician whose new album Palaces will feature songs with Caroline Polacek, Blur's own Damon Alban, what a surprise, and on this song uh, with up-and-coming queer singer Maya. The track is slick, uh, electronic dance music that maintains a fast pace and an effortless cool. I'm a big fan of Flume already, um, and this is definitely leaning into the pop sensibilities of his work, but I mean, the payoff is, is really worth it. Flume's production is great, and it definitely gives a showcase to Maya's lively vocals. Um, the music video for the song is also really cool. Um, I would recommend looking at it. It's kind of trippy, but I definitely say worth a watch. Um... So yeah, I'm really excited to see what Flume delivers. And obviously I've highlighted this song in particular because it does feature a queer feature. So um, this is Say Nothing featuring Maya. New album alert. Kim Petrus of Coconuts fame is back with a new surprise EP, not just surprising in its release, but perhaps in its themes too. I mean... Look no further than the name Slut Pop. If I'm being honest, I felt quite conflicted about including this release because of the fact that it was entirely produced and co-written by Dr. Luke, who in 2014 was sued by singer Kesha for sexual assault and battery, sexual harassment, as well as infliction of emotional distress. Um, You may remember this led to the Free Kesha movement, and despite being dismissed by the US courts, it's left a nasty taste in people's mouths. I mean, for all that said, Dr. Luke has had a flourishing career since. He's achieved hits with Doja Cat Say So and here with Kim Petrus. I'm, I still believe it's important to highlight a trans woman creating sex-positive pop music, so I'm going to continue. But it is just a shame that this has to kind of go hand-in-hand hand with the work and promotion of Dr. Luke. So take it with a pinch of salt, but I'm just going to carry on. All that being said then, Slut Pop is a Europop and Electropop EP by Kim Petrus. It was a surprise drop and it has seven very um, not safe for work tracks uh, that revel in being sex positive, let's say that much. Um, Kim is very much at the forefront of this. Um, You just need to look at the track list. There's Treat Me Like a Slut, Your Wish Is My Command, XXX and the very imaginative Throat Goat. I will let you do the thinking on that one. It's just 15 minutes in total, lengthwise, and it may seem like a throwaway piece of trashy pop, uh, but the EP serves a more political purpose too. It's kind of unheard of in the mainstream for a trans woman to be unabashedly open about their sexuality, particularly when they themselves are creating the narrative. What I mean by that is that trans women Um, and particularly sex workers whom Kim Petras turned to and took inspiration from for this album are often fetishized by cisgender men. And so to have a sex positive narrative coming from a trans woman herself is very empowering and liberating, all the while creating some fun, danceable, raunchy pop tracks at the same time. So as I said, it's only 15 minutes, so I'm only going to look at one track in particular. I have been playing the Slutbop instrumental while talking about it. But this track was called XXX, and it's probably the only track I'd be allowed to play on the podcast. Um, 
and nonetheless, it's a, you know very straightforward in its blunt sexuality, um, kind of reminiscent of the EP as a whole. Uh, it's similar in production, and it's got very playful lyrics. I'd say that the instrumental is reminiscent of club and dance music of the Y2K Euro pop scene. Um, it's synthy with a mechanical groove that makes it perfect for club music. I can imagine many, many a queer dancing to this at GOI Late or Heaven or something like that. Other tracks like the inventive Throat Goat that I mentioned certainly aren't for the faint of heart. I'll say that, but Slut Pop is nonetheless a piece of liberating, slutty, fun and very important, particularly for a trans woman who is definitely on the rise and has a loud voice. Um, not literally, she's much more sexier than that. Best new track three. Our third best new single comes from Luna Lee. It's called Silver and Terrain. Um, and it's a song about longing to be a better self, a longing that often feels difficult when everything you touch seems to turn to dust, or in this case, rain. Uh, it's the lead single of Luna Lee's debut album, Duality, set for release on March 4th. So maybe look out, might be reviewing that one next month. Who knows? I'm excited to see what this new artist brings forward, as on this track, there's a nice combination of kind of watery synths and harps, um, kind of shoegazy, and then a deep guitar line that comes through later on in the track. The vocals that feature on it are sweet to the ear, and the choice of Bibadoobie, I always struggle to say that, Bibadoobie, Bibadoobie, that's the one, as the feature according to Luna Lee herself, was chosen because she wanted another Asian artist to feature on the track. Um, and both of them happen to be queer women too, so it fits perfectly nicely on this podcast then. Anyway, this is Silver in Terrain featuring B Badoobie, got it that time, and Luna Lee. New album alert. So the final album I want to talk about for the first half of February is by Yule and it's called Glitch Princess. Yule is an avant-garde electronic artist originally from Singapore, now based in London, whose whole musical ethos is based in the future. Glitch Princess is an apt name for this piece of work as Yule builds a cyber world through their lyrics. It sort of plays around with post-gender themes that obviously given that Yule is non-binary um, makes sense but it almost goes into post-human territory sonically this is no surprise given the production provided by Yule themselves and PC alumni Danny L. Hall is excellent but lyrically there's an element of transcending the human too as Yule often sings about escaping their own body while grappling with anxiety and depression they often use digital metaphors, like on Perfect Blue when they describe themselves as a 404, as in the computer era. A fun little metaphor there. But then contrast this with superly bodily, sometimes gruesome descriptions of bruises, of tainted skin and spilling guts. Uh, the hyper-digital side then of things does not really come across as esoteric or cold or unrecognisable. Uh, they only make you all seem all the more imperfect and human when talking about their health problems, struggles with addiction, amongst other things. I'm very excited to see some of these tracks live, um, as it was actually announced recently that 
Yule will be opening for Charlie XCX's tour in May. Um, so really excited to see if these live up to their excellent studio quality. First then, Don't Be So Hard On Your Own Beauty was the second lead single off the album. And it was an unexpected change in tone from Mule's usual sound. Um, but it's a welcome one, particularly in the context of the tracklist, I find. Um, it's pretty stripped-backed. Um, it's an acoustic song, and the ethereal, glitchy, electronic beats that we find elsewhere on the album are replaced by just a simple guitar. And once again, it's the lyrics that makes this track, I find which flows so well with the strumming that it feels like Yule is trying to gush over this kind of happy feeling, which, I mean, to be fair, is quite rare in a Yule song. Um, the track is an ode to a partner that, true to the title, makes Yule feel beautiful um, and holds them together, shielding them from the depth of a bad dream. It's a very, very pretty song, and it's, again, a moment of happiness and solace in an album that's otherwise mm, quite depressing. Speaking of depressing, uh, not to dampen things, but my favourite song of the project comes in as track four. It's a song called Eyes. The refrain of how can I burn out of my own real body on this track is, I mean, really devastating, but you all delivers it in such a delicate way that it becomes quite angelic, really. The production is representative of the album as a whole, I find. The it's super spacey atmosphere, there's lots of reverb, that reverb. Oh my god, I can't say it. Reverb. There's lots of reverb that allows Yule's vocals to burst into life once the refrain. Oh my god, I can't speak today. Once the refrain hits. The singing is very intimate and whispered, but layer with the backing as it kicks into gear. And once it does kick in, it builds and builds into distortion, allowing that refrain to come across all the more strongly. It's my favourite track, and it's very beautiful. That's all I have to say. So yes, this segment, um, which I realise that kind of intro might be slightly terrifying, I don't know, um, but we're running with it. I'm calling it It's One From The Library. The shh is just for dramatic effect. But we're looking at Give Me All Your Love by Alabama Shakes. Oh my god, I love this song. I think one of the most underrated voices in rock music today is that of Brittany Howard aka the front woman of the since disbanded Alabama Shakes. This song, Give Me All Your Love, is from their second album, released in 2015, called Sound and Colour. It was written by Howard herself, who, you know, in 2018 was actually got, she got married to another female band member. Um, so, lesbian rights. But the song, anyway, demonstrates what a powerhouse she is. It's a rock and roll track that has several rhythmic changes. It starts out slow and steady, which lets Howard's roar of Give Me All Your Love become all the more intense. Her voice is just so raspy and full of soul. She has amazing control to just let it rip when it needs to. It's an amazing track as it is. And then around the two minute mark, it picks up into this climax, which 
feels just like a gospel service with Brittany Howard as the preacher. I would attend. It's religious experience vibes. Let's just say that. I love this song and I love this album. Again, it's not new, it's from 2015, but this is the whole point. I can kind of recommend some stuff from earlier years and this is certainly one of them. Thumbs up from me. It's time for a gay icon. Where do you begin with Madonna, man? I don't really know how to take on the undisputed queen of pop when she has a catalogue that spans four decades of pure hits. I mean, I doubt anyone is trying to deny that Madonna is the queen of pop, not just for being the best-selling female artist of all time, but for her continual reinvention, pushing boundaries of social, political and sexual expression in mainstream music, all while maintaining artistic control over her career. All that is undisputable. So obviously this segment is to ask why is she considered a gay icon? And to be fair, all of the reasons I just listed are pretty good reason enough. But being a pop culture icon is in itself usually enough for the queer community to rally behind. But Madonna takes it two steps further. First step, um, her unabashed sexuality. As I mentioned in my previous episode, queer people are so sparsely allowed to express their sexuality. I mean, this was particularly true during the 80s at the height of the AIDS epidemic and paranoia surrounding gay men in particular. So to see Madonna either you know, writhing around at the VMAs in a wedding dress, singing like a virgin, wearing the iconic cone bra for her Blonde Ambition tour, or kissing Britney and Christina. Madonna has always been hugely inspiring for queer people who are able to share in that pushing of boundaries. Madonna was so often criticised for her open sexuality, and queer people often saw themselves in that, and so celebrated her even more. Uh, But before continuing... It's time to hear my personal favourite Madonna song. A track that's guaranteed to have any gay man running up to the nearest disco ball. It's the ABBA sampling disco infused Hung Up. What are you looking at? You know, I actually tweeted that um, that song should be studied like Beethoven. I'm not even kidding. Like that to me is the perfect pop song. And you know, the, the Abba sample, ah, chef's kiss. But beyond just the songs, the second step that I mentioned Madonna takes into being a gay icon is her actual engagement to the LGBTQ plus community. Madonna was first introduced to her local gay community while studying ballet in Detroit, Michigan, where she was often taken to local gay bars and discotheques by her ballet teacher. So by the time she reached New York, when AIDS, as I said, was at its rifest and most stereotyped as a gay cancer, Madonna felt it hardest. That ballet teacher who took her to local gay bars later died of AIDS-related illnesses. Then one of her roommates died um, with it, and also then the legendary artist Keith Haring died of it. So that by the time Madonna released Vogue in 1990, she had solidified her spot as a gay icon, despite her hardships. 
Inspired by two vogas of the House of Extravaganza from the Harlem ballroom scene, Madonna took the inherently queer dance style of Vogue and projected it into the mainstream. While this may become problematized in the discussion of the appropriation of a black queer dance form by a cis white woman, Madonna did include many black and Latin dancers in her videos and tours and has since credited the gay community for her entire career. And to be honest, there's no denying it. But as I said, Judy Garland may have been the first gay icon, but Madonna was the gay icon. There's no wonder that this track still is guaranteed to get people talking and dancing. Of course, it's Vogue. Strike a pose. Let's get to it. Maybe I'll do a poll on my Instagram. Do you think that Madonna is the most iconic gay icon? I'm curious. I'm curious. Maybe it's different for different people, to be fair. And as I said, we're going to be going week by week looking at different ones. I know that some people think like Lady Gaga for them. Um, Some people might say Beyonce now. Like, obviously, it changes with the times. But I feel like the go-to is Madonna. That's who I would think of. Um, Maybe that's just me. I'll ask on a poll what you guys think. And maybe I'll include the results at the end of the podcast. But that has been it otherwise. Thank you very much for listening. Again, this was the first half of February. Looking at several albums, we had Shamir at the beginning, then Kim Petrus' EP, Slap Pop, finishing off with Yule. We had the one from the library was Give Me All Your Love by Alabama Shakes, and Madonna was our gay icon of the week. So, thank you for listening. Again, please subscribe. I would very much appreciate it. I would love you very, very much. I'd also appreciate it if you gave it a review, which people have been nice enough to do. We're currently at five stars, so if you want to continue that, please do. Even a four. I'll take a four. I sound like a golfer. Anyway, also you can follow us on Instagram at Quiz in the Club. Remember that poll I said? I'm looking, I'm looking at you guys. I will wish you a very good rest of February. And I hope to see you at the end of February when I'll be talking about three new albums. And I'm looking forward to the Joseph Salvat album. The Sasami album comes out on the 25th. So there's lots of new music on offer. Um, everything's looking good. So we'll see what comes out and have a discussion. Again, thank you for listening. I'm George and this has been Quiz in the Club. I wish you a good week and I will see you later. Bye-bye now.